and welcome to the eighth episode of Critical Twits. Today we're going to be talking about Dragon Meat, which is a gaming convention that happens once a year in London uh, that Aaron and I visited ooh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And Colin didn't because he's boring and he has to like work and stuff. I do. Uh, it's so dull. But you did go last year. So I did. you were aware of the concept. Yes. Um, now, at Dragon Meat, as well as being a board game convention, um, you also get to meet a dragon, hence the name. Colin, last year, when you met the dragon, what did he say? <coughs> he was asthmatic. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was, actually, yeah. Asthmatic dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, off. Puff the magic. <laughs> <laughs> That's initially what I was thinking. Had a little book about him as a kid. He signed it for yeah, me. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Puff the magic dragon. That's the true thing. That's Genuinely, asthmatic. You got a little when you. <laughs> what? It's about a dragon who can't breathe fire. Yeah, because he's got asthma. Uh, did you get the audio? Really? Tapes? Yeah, I got the audio. T- yeah, I listened. Is that because you can't read, Colin? No, I got the book and the audio tape. The audio tapes I listen to at night. I quite like the stories because yeah, then we really have nice. a cousin who was also asthmatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and he yeah. didn't take his inhaler and so he found it really hard to breathe and couldn't play football and in yes. the end he learned his lesson to take his inhaler <laughs> sorry you've actually completely blown my mind I thought this might just be an interesting fun little silly thing to make something well, we up we got to meet him so it was really nice yeah. just, you know shake wow. his claw is he like is he like retired now or is he is he like one of those actors that used to be on Star Trek in the late <laughs> 80s who now It'll turns be. up um, at conventions everyone calls him by the character name and no one knows who they really are perhaps they run an internet based gaming <laughs> program <laughs> that's really mean Yes. Yes. We've completely blown so, your mind, haven't we? So this dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this was this on the NHS? Yeah. Is this what my parents' tax money was paying yeah, for? Yeah, I got diagnosed. Oh, they just spent it on they booze. gave me the, the brown and blue <laughs> inhaler, and they gave me oh god, god, <laughs> and then they gave me the book and the audio tapes. Okay. And yeah. So he was a dragon that couldn't breathe fire, but I assume or when... do much of anything. Do much, yeah, 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 he couldn't do anything. He, he was asthmatic, so he couldn't do anything. Yeah, it was yeah. very, very tough for him. Okay, and then he took his inhaler, and he was fine. Well, he took the blue inhaler first, and he was fine for a little while. But then he got worse. So they put him on the brown inhaler, and then he was fine. And yeah. then he got worse again. And then Timmy had to take him round behind the shed and shoot him because <laughs> no, he's no, my no. dragon pop. I'll do it. <laughs> no, That's he, old he, yeller, he, isn't he, it? No. They, yes. they started introducing more intravenous drugs, hence the, the famous, you know, songs about Puff the Magic Dragon. Yes. <laughs> chasing chasing the, the dragon. Because yeah. <laughs> that, that kills us. Wow. Well, I always thought we could have like a whimsy, whimsical, <laughs> silly two-minute introduction. Instead, a glimpse into the nightmare that was 1980s healthcare. <laughs> I quite like the audio tapes. Wow. I really I feel a lot better about myself. I listen to them every night, I think, for about a month. I'm just making a note. I'm going to go and listen to these. Yeah. Puff the magic dragon. Puff the asthmatic dragon. <laughs> asthmatic dragon. Live by the sea. Because it was yeah. good for his bronchial tubes. Someone on their sports who could bring the... <laughs> who could breathe the biggest... Smoke rings. Smoke rings. Yes. That was one of their, yeah. their sports. And he couldn't do it initially because oh, okay. he... You know, it's asthmatic. Yeah. One of their sports was blowing smoke rings. <laughs> well, Are they like. It's, I mean, it's the weird. 1980s, they're probably expecting us to be smoking all the time when we're at 9 10. Yeah. So they I, did, I was raised in Breton, they, they did just consider yeah. that he's obviously a smoker. We knew it was bad for us in the 
even in the 80s, right? We knew it was bad for us in the 40s. We just, yeah, yeah but no one told anyone. No, no one cared. No. Excellent. That is not at all where I thought that opening bit would go. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he sent you on a quest, um, or you had to battle him in some fashion. Well, it's not very fair. He's an asthmatic dragon. You're not going to beat him up. To be honest, Why though. Why would you beat up an asthmatic dragon? Because I'm a low-level adventurer and I need the XP, all right? This is really hard. Is he even worth the XP? Yeah. Is, is, are the inhalers worth anything? Like, you two are asthmatic, but I think if I murdered you, I'd learn something from the experience. No, that no. is really easy to murder asthmatics. <laughs> yeah. That's still that's still that's that's still worth something, I isn't it? You, <laughs> I think you lose XP. All knowledge yeah. is valuable. Surely. Didn't we decide you were a neutral good character? So obviously, murdering both of us, you'd lose it. No, you said I was evil. You said I was evil. You were neutral good. I said you were evil. You yeah. said I was evil. I said you were neutral. Good. See, I, I I obviously knew he was going to murder us in a fit of XP yeah. I gallery. changed my mind now. You definitely are evil. If you to be honest, if murdering I, asthmatics. If know. I walk round life and there was a little bar that was like XP and I, I thought I need I was really close to the end of the bar yeah um, and maybe I was walking down the street and someone like cut me up on a bicycle <laughs> or um, we were driving and someone cut us up on a bicycle yeah, it's yeah. happened not an hour and a half ago yeah in the dark yeah we're not without nice. any lights yeah drunk yeah. on a bike um, you'd find it really hard not to try and mine some XP would you you'd be like <laughs> Because I'll level up, I'll get all my hit points back, maybe recharge my abilities, and I could escape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not how real life works? Uh, I thought it always did. I'm just going to go get some the schizophrenia medication. Bear <laughs> <Yeah>. with me. <laughs> no, that where I'd be imagining things. It's just homicidal rage. <laughs> Slightly different. Um... Yes, so no, there isn't a real dragon at Dragon Meat. It's just a, it's just a joke name. That's people. Brian killed it. Um, I, yes. I am actually disappointed. Boat every year when we turn up, and there's not even a big, massive picture of a dragon. There should be a dragon. There's somewhere. some dragon symbols places, and the dragon. There's a dragon on the cover of the program. Yeah, I know, but I, I want. He's not life size. Okay, yeah. and he's not a friendly asthmatic dragon. So yeah. yeah. I feel like you're labelling this dragon. I think he's more than his asthma. Not no, called to no, the NHS. No, he, he was he was just his asthma. I feel a bit sad for him. It's like <laughs> it's like he's been told he's asthmatic, therefore he's not going to be able to do things. And then you've got labelling theory that says, of course, he won't even try. Yeah, I well, he did try. That was the point. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did go out there and he yep. did it. He broke the self fulfilling prophecy and he did. Yeah. Was he a sad fat dragon with no friends? <laughs> No, he did have friends. Did he yeah. have friends? Yeah. He was sad and fat, though. He was, he was bit, sad. I mean, he was rotund. slightly rotund. Yeah. 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 Oh, bless him. Maybe his friends were imaginary. Maybe he was schizophrenic. Quite, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we weren't on asthmatic medication. <laughs> Maybe we were on schizophrenic <laughs> medication. So, yes, Dragon Meat. Dragon Meat is a convention that happens <laughs> um, every year. Um, it's run by the lovely people at Modifius. Yes. Um, in Who is it? Yes, yes, yeah. Um, who publish uh, Mutant Year Zero that we talked about in quite a lot of detail. Uh, yeah, they publish Mind Jammer that we yes. picked up. We're probably going to talk about um, a little bit. We haven't actually started playing it uh, because our DM got confused and told us to make the world up for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we just need to. We need. We haven't started yet, but I'm looking forward to playing it. Yeah. Um, Colin's kind of doing. Television. Well, you say you've not really heard anything about no, it. So it's a spiel that we we had Dragon Meat that made me go. Oh, I could be a yes, living spaceship. All I've heard is it's sci-fi and you could be a spaceship. Yeah, that's it. That's all we we know about. And, it, and then I yeah. made a joke about being a gun, 
went, yeah, you can be a gun. I was like, I was making a bad joke, Rob. <laughs> we, should we talk about my jammer then? Well, no, it? I just thought I was trying to introduce what we were going on. So they also they also publish um, Actum Cthulhu. Yes, which is um, quite interesting. I'm yeah. surprised we not picked that up yet. But I tried to in the auction yes, at the end, yeah. and then I got outbid. By the table people more, who were arguing amongst themselves. No, no, I got outbid by the man who appeared to have a million pounds in his pocket. Oh. Sat on his own, uh, just quietly outbidding everyone. Um, but it's fine, because it was for charity. So yeah. the fact that the charity got more money and I just had no games to play. I was a sad <laughs> fat dragon with no friends. Um, no, it would say it was absolutely fine. Um, but... Yes, they, they run the, the event, but they invite lots and lots of different people to come down. There's a huge trade hall, yeah. uh, there's some seminars, there's some gaming rooms, there's lots of sort of demo games that you can play. Yeah. Um, and I had an absolutely wonderful day, um, apart from about 10 minutes when we went to get lunch when I was really grumpy for no reason, so apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit tired. Oh, yeah, well, we hadn't eaten, KFC had disappeared. Yeah, the, KF, uh, the KFC nearby had turned into a chicken palace. Yeah. Oh, that's just with fish. With fish, yeah. yeah, yeah. You weren't even there. No, but you told me already. Yeah, because it was weird. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the first thing you said to me when I saw you afterwards. When they sold fish at a chicken, palace. it wasn't chicken palace. Chicken cottage. Chicken cottage. Yes. Which yeah. is it more rural and yeah, right in the centre of London. You yeah, get, you get your Happy Meal box and the top of it's thatched. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't get a toy. You just get it's not deep fried. It's smoked chicken. Smoked yeah. chicken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I smoked a chicken. <laughs> that made no sense. Um, yes, so, yeah, we spent the whole day there. Um, yeah. It was good. You weren't able to come because you're rubbish, Colin. Um, so feel free to chuck in some observations from the year before to ask us any questions. Yes. Um, we found a new game to play, first of all. A new, quite involved game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I did. But my brain went, what the hell are you talking about? We played lots of games. Yeah. We bought lots of games. Oh, yeah, that one that we really liked. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you tell me, because you might be thinking of a different one. Guild Ball? Yes, Yay! Guild Ball. So, Colin, you explain to the people at home what Guild Ball is. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I wasn't there, but I have played a game of Guild Ball and watched a game of Guild Ball while also playing Bloodborne. <laughs> Not at the same time, because that would make me a... Bloodborne genius. Well, to be honest with you, in the time it took us to play that game of Guild Ball, which wasn't that long, you'd managed to clear your way through most of the start of the game and get to the new DLC section. Yeah, you're like the Rain Man of Bloodborne. <laughs> I, 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 I remember saying to you guys, oh, it, I reckon it would take about three or four hours, and it took me about four hours yeah. to go from the beginning of New Game Plus to being able to unlock the DLC. It took you how long, Colin? Was it 40 minutes? Yes. Yeah. 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 I wanted to stab you. <laughs> it was really upsetting. <laughs> Although I have since learned that I was trying to parry with the wrong gun, apparently. No, well, you can parry with it. You can it's parry with it. Yeah, which is why I never dis... Ah, the reason for it, I was actually going to tell you this, and yeah. we'll have to edit this all out, I'm no, sure. No, no, we'll keep it in. But, um... When you parry with a pistol rather than a blunderbuss, a lot of the enemies' attacks, they twist their bodies. Okay. So like the big trolls, they twist their bodies as they okay. swing. So you fire a shot as they twist, so the bullet goes straight past them. I always hit them. Or it hits kind of or the, it, non the non areas. Yeah. Whereas okay. when you use a blunderbuss, although it's you have to press it about half a second quicker than you would with a pistol. Oh, God. Because it's I'm a, gonna sp die. Because it's a <laughs> spray... 
it will hit them. Yeah. I okay. haven't been hit by a troll in this playthrough yet. I could haven't cause... been able to parry a troll since I picked the game back up again after a two and a bit month break. Three month break. Oh dear. Quite a long yeah. break. But then we, we need to, I, I, I I did learn parrying from Dark Souls and just kind of kept on with it. Yeah, but I mean, I I wasn't very good at parrying in Dark Souls, and I picked up quite well with the blunderbuss. So, okay, you know, I just need to retrain myself. Gammy hand, Aaron can do it. You surely should be able to. Well, I've got I've got a broken thumb now because I got attacked by a door. So (laughs) maybe it'll help. You never know. Yeah, that's that's not even my parrying hand. I'll be fine. It will set off your defensive. Needs. I won't be able to do the visceral attack, but I'll be able to parry them and then <laughs> watch them hit, kneel on the hit floor them and then three times. Swap between uh, the two different weapon types at them really quickly while they're <laughs> kneeling yes. on the floor. Yay! Yeah, you can do that. Life is good. <laughs> or I could charge my tonitrus. Tonitrus. Tony? Tonitrus. I only use How's that, that pronounced? I only use the Stonitrous Holy Blade. Door. Send us a, a sound file of that being pronounced correctly and win a prize. I thought it was Tonitrus. We're going to get stuck on this for 20 minutes. Let's move Tonitrus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Gil Ball. Gil Ball. Uh, not easy one at all. Uh, no parrying. Um, Gil Ball Actually. is... For those of you... <laughs> Sorry, that was about an hour ago. Um, <laughs> I'm actually trying to think how to describe it. It's it's blood bowl with football. Yes, there you go. It, it, or <laughs> soccer for those of you in the states. Soccer, which you're wrong, by the way. It's very similar. Yeah, it's very similar to bloodborne. It's very similar to blood bowl with the mechanics of Malifaux, um, in that characters can do ninety-seven different things. Yeah, so it's you've got your teams are well, it's sort of a medieval fantasy setting. So there's some magic, uh, but it's not really high magic. No, uh, you don't have sort of elves and orcs and things like that. But you do have some people that might not be human. Yeah, like the yes. fishermen have siren who appears to actually yeah. be a siren that they collected. The yeah, with um, the big guy whose name I've completely forgotten. Who looks like an ogre? Yeah, Kraken. Kraken. Yes, mm. it's some form of fishy name. Yes, cod. No, <laughs> not mm. that scary, is it? No, bring cod on. Yes. So yes, sea bass uh, is another fish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, you've got the, these different guilds um, in this sort of medieval fantasy world that play. And it is, it's football, but it's old-fashioned football. It's mob football, as they call it. So yeah. it's the football that was played between two t- villages, two villages um, where you were allowed to take one pointed stick with you uh, <laughs> to defend yourself. King um, take a sword. Yes. Um, so there's a football. Um, it's kicked from one team to the other to start the game, and then they run around trying to score goals, or they can gain points by beating up the other team. You don't kill them, you no. take them out. You've got the guild, so you've got the Fisherman's Guild, um, who are slippery customers. Hey. Um, they're all about moving um, moving quickly, passing the ball, scoring lots of goals. Like the Butcher's Guild are all about beating people up. You've yep. got brewers who are knocking people, people down, down and setting them on fire. Yeah, yes. union who have who are good at lots of different things. They yeah. have characters who who do everything. Yeah, As yeah they seem to be like they've pulled in from all the different from teams. all the different guilds. Yeah, yeah. that's what they're the union. Um, 
They're like a oh, unification name. <gasps> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm stupid. Engineers who use constructs made of wood. Yeah. Don't really understand that bit. No. Well, I mean, kind of. No. Kind of no. fits. No. Do I like that? No. no it's kind no. of like a bit Pinocchio. No. Yeah. I am a real boy, a little wooden boy. No. No? <laughs> no, you're wrong. No? Okay. <laughs> well, you depressed me now, Colin. Um, <laughs> so you've got these different guilds. Um, they, as Colin said, it plays a bit like um, Malifaux in that you've got quite a lot of options. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit um, War Machine in that you've got Small a pool of influence yeah. that you dish out. So the more influence you give to one person, the more they can do, but the less you've got for your other team. So there's kind of a resource managing thing that yeah. I quite like. Yeah. Um, what I quite like is when you play something like War Machine, now you've got a huge army, and this is only six people aside. side. Yeah. Um, although you can have more and then pick and choose the right ones for who you're fight, fighting, playing. Playing. Um, you try to plan ahead, so you go, ha-ha, this guy's going to do stuff. I'm going to give him loads of stuff. And then the other person gets to move a model first, and then you move. And they might move who you were going to charge out the way. And then you go, that guy's got all the influence and no one to hit. He's going to run around in the um, field doing nothing. Yeah, and yeah. it's cool. I, I liked it because it was really chaotic. You try yeah. to plan ahead, but because it when you play a game like Blood Bowl... You move your entire team. So you yeah, go, I'm yeah. going to do this, then this, then this, and then I'll do the risky bit that might flip over possession or something like that. Yeah. In this, it's just back and forth, back and yeah. forth. Um, you have turns, so every model has to act, and then you go to the next turn. Um, but, yeah, th- your plans can change. You might get a lucky bounce from the ball. Um, <laughs> As I recall yeah. from Aaron, an oh, extremely lucky bounce. That made me sad. It wasn't inside. a lucky bounce, it was... Terrible kicking out. Not, not my fault. Your fans were rubbish and kicked the ball too. Yeah. So when a goal is scored, um, the fans behind the goal run out and boot it, and you get to essentially pass it to one of your your own players if it, if they're nearby and they've got to try and catch it and, and such like. Um, so I booted it to my really quick, super swift moving moving guy. Then the turn ended. Then you got first go, and With then my you super swift who, take the who ball just off scored. Yeah. yeah. Who punched him in the face, nicked the ball, and scored again? <laughs> uh, you had no points at that point. Yeah, it made me sad. Uh, basically, you play until you get four points for a goal, uh, two points for knocking someone out, and a full game is first to twelve. Yes, so it's three nil or knock six people out, or kind of a, a combination of those. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we played a we played a demo game, a little three on three game. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, it was fun. Which is what I've also played. Yeah. Oh, you played was... a. When did you play? Did play did a demo game? When was this? Last week. Yeah, it was just. Pretty oh, well sorry. Yeah, yeah, we did play a little game, yeah. didn't we? Sorry, I forgot. I count that as a demo game. I want to join in with the conversation. With the exception yeah. to playing a different team against a different team. Yeah. It was the fishermen mm. versus the butchers in our demo game. So you, yeah. you played yeah, the same thing we sense. did. Yeah, but people have um, abilities, different things they can do. Some of them are really good at knocking people out. Some people are really good at. Moving and shooting with the ball. Some yep. people are more sort of control or passing abilities onto other people. Taking um, control of your bloody players. Yes. Some are debuffers. Oh, so stopping other people taking control of your players. Yeah. I need you to fix that model again because a different bit of it broke and I might cry. Fantastic. <laughs> that, yeah, that's mm. that's probably. On one hand, the models are lovely because they come in barely any pieces. <laughs> ready to put together and they're very nice models they look lovely but they're metal and they're a bit snappy well yeah places. they're a bit 
They needed yeah. pinning. We needed to do lots of well, lots of pinning. lots of pinning. Yeah. Um, so again, a bit like Malifaux, not something for maybe for people that are brand new to modelling stuff. Mm, I don't um, know. I, I feel less daunted by their models than I have done for Malifaux. Malifaux are probably the Worth. most daunting models I've yeah. ever yeah. Um, Game wise, I think they're about the same. I was very confused when I first started playing Malifaux and I was very confused when I was playing Guild Ball. Mm. I think Guild Ball I watched qu- click quicker. Cause... Yes, when I watched your game I went oh. whereas with Malifaux I'm still going maybe move <laughs> this? Yeah. You've played a lot more Malifaux than you have Guild Ball. Yes, well. I've only oh. played one game of Guild Ball, watched half of the game yeah. and I'm pretty sure I could play a Six-man yeah. team now, quite happily. Yeah. I'm, I'm not put off by it. No. Not. I think part of that is because with Malifaux you had, um, you have a objective which is the centre line objective, um, hold, hold the centre line essentially. Um, but you also have four other objectives, and you pick two each. Mm. So you've got to manage your three objectives plus figure out what the other three objectives of the other team are doing, plus all the 19 different things each model can do. Yeah. And it made my head bleed slightly. Mm. Whereas in Guild Ball, you go... I'm going to score goals or beat people up. Yeah. yeah. Or a bit and bad, they're going to score goals yeah. or beat or beat my team up. So yeah. I know I, all I've got to do is manage what I'm doing, yeah. not go, what are they doing? I'm confused. Yeah. The teams have a lovely... Same as Malifaux does. The, the abilities have got this lovely synergy between them. Yes. yes. So they yeah. just play off against each other nicely and it's clear where they're meant to yeah. ideally be placed. But they all they balance very nicely. Yeah. Um, I really like... Um, you mentioned the models. I really like the models. Now, they are a bit pricey. They tend to cost yeah. a character model from another game system each. So you're looking sort of eight to 15 quid per model I mean some of them are quite big yeah yeah. Um, whereas so yeah so I've got two seven man teams I've got like a spare person I can swap in and out um, because I bought two teams because I love the demo game so much and we've seen them about there at they were there last year. I uh, they remembered at, them from last year going, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and they were at the Board Game Expo. Which is where I saw them again and went, the, oh, yeah, yeah, that's still interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. And finally caved, had a game, liked it, liked the system. Uh, they were very nice. Yeah. I was quite impressed. Um, they had people who appeared to be the actual creators there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one of whom had a Guild Ball tattoo on his arm. Yeah. And I was like, well, he likes his game enough to, to do that. Tattoo yeah. it on himself, yeah. 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 I like the fact that the um, the woman I was speaking to, who's like one of the salespeople, um, was saying the two guys created it have got a kind of little bit of a rivalry going on between the teams they like the best. Oh, right, little, yeah. Because one of them does all the fluff story side of things. Yeah. So he's got his favourite teams that he's written the story right, about. So. The other guy's done the design work behind these teams. They both work together on the... Yeah, the, yeah. the actual gameplay side of things but you know I like the way this team looks and yeah. things like that so they've got a bit of a competition going on between them which I think seems to work quite nicely for that game because it means they're playing off each other a yeah. way, which is nice yeah so um, I actually I quite like the, um, the 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 rule book is really nicely laid out actually mm. it's quite easy to find what you're after um, which is always good but it's got full of little stories yeah um, and you've got Kind of the main story seems to be the rivalry between the fishermen and the butchers. 
Uh, but you've got other characters being involved there. Um, but they've really brought the characters to life. Um, they've got the basically the rookie for the, the butcher team um, is one of the main characters in the stories. And there's a really nice story where they're, they're getting changed about to play the fisherman. Um, and he's quite young and there's women in the team and he's all nervous and embarrassed. He's trying to hide himself, um, which I thought was quite, was quite funny. It's quite yeah. sweet. Um, and then the same character later on, I mean, he's just nervous. He's like, I don't quite know how I ended up here. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, he gets attacked and they kind of accidentally kills one of the other team's players. And he's horrified and he's like, oh my God, this guy's de- it's disgusting. And the, the guy who leads the, the butchers sort of comes up to him and goes, you're a stone cold, you're a stone cold, cold hearted bastard, aren't you? And like slaps him on the back and he's like on the verge of bursting into tears <laughs> because he's murdered someone. And they're like, Oh, don't go near me, he's a psycho. <laughs> and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Some, some really nice writing in yeah. there as well. Yeah. Um, which isn't essential to a game, but it's nice. The same way in Malifa, I like the background. Yeah. Uh, yes. And that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, so we've, we've, I, I've got a couple teams. I think I other people was, are interested yeah, in I'm getting involved. Um, and I bought the pitch for it. It's just this rubber mat, and it's lovely, and it comes in a carry case, yeah. so you can carry it round, um, it's, it's and a, it's just such a nice it is thing. A very, very nice board. Um, yeah, played a little three by three board, so it doesn't take up too much space. Yeah, um, I would say for people that are interested in playing medieval football mm. with swords, which, quite frankly, if that w- was on TV today, I would watch football. Yeah, um, yeah. You can download the rules. And paper cutouts of characters to play your games without having to purchase. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was a really nice touch actually from their website. They've given stuff. I like that. It shows confidence in their product. Yes. Yeah. So you can um, go on the website. Uh, we'll add we, a... we were going to do that tonight, weren't we, Colin? Yes. <laughs> yes. And and then I forgot. And then I got my <laughs> bag covered in Pepsi. So it's a good thing that I didn't get them printed. I don't know. I mean, it might have given them a nice kind of rustic aged look. Yeah, Yeah. like parchment. Or just Mm. slush. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so Guild Ball, really excited. We're probably going to get some teams together once the Christmas spending's out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Play a bit of a league and give you a longer rundown. Yeah. Uh, But we're quite excited. Uh, to talk about that. If you've got any tips or anything, uh, please pass them on to me. Don't tell the others. I don't want them to win. <laughs> that stop doing that noise, it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really cruel. It did. What do you mean it on did. the podcast? It's alright, they can't hear my tears. <laughs> <laughs> Cry closer <coughs> to the microphone. <laughs> yes, so that's one thing. I mean that was pretty much the first thing we played when we got there, actually, yeah, it really wasn't it? Was, yeah. Um the second thing we played, which was right next door, yes. um, was a game called Devil's Run Route 666, yeah. uh, which is a post-apocalyptic driving, driving game. game. Yeah. yeah. How do you know you weren't there? I wasn't there, but <laughs> Route 666. Yes, so... God, it's like they made a decent title. I know, yeah. right? Quite a small-scale game. Uh, is it about 15 mil or... 12 mil I like. think it's 12 mil it's the same size as Hot Wheels machines yes it is because one of the things they were telling us is that you could use Hot Wheels cars in the game yes, you even still buy Hot, Hot Wheels yeah of course they I do Hot just get some new wheels and normal wheels and spoil them out this is why <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things yeah. <laughs> but yeah one of the things they were quite insistent on was that you kind of customise and build up your own little use the cards essentially to 
support your game, but you can make your own little squads. Mm. Is it things. Mad Max? The game, yes. essentially, essentially, yeah, yeah. Okay, you have um, a road that you put down the middle of the uh, middle of the board, and that's yeah. your board. You play play on it. Everything can only go forwards. So you can't like turn around and drive the wrong way. No. You're you're, well, you're going at sixty miles an hour. You can, yeah, yeah, you are doing that. Although I slammed my brakes on and smashed up at both the cars yeah. in the very first move. <laughs> um, because we could, because we could. Yeah, I was like, he's right behind me. Could I just like? Reverse into it. Well, no, you, you're driving along, but you can slam your brakes on if you like. I was like, yeah! <laughs> and then both cars nearly blew up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had a car rammed off the road at one point, yeah. and it just got destroyed. Excellent. Um, uh, we ran over some guy on a bike. Yes, yeah, we did. We rammed him off his bike and ran him over. That was, that was good times. Um, <laughs> and then you've got, like, your passengers can fire out, and your driver yeah. can fire, but they're less accurate because they're driving the car as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you kind of, it's kind of like a con- conveyor belt. So you drive along, and um, when you when get, you get to the end is, of the is road, there's like three blocks of road, mm-hmm. sort of squares of road. Yeah, and as I said, when you get to the end of the last one, the first one gets moved. Okay, yeah. So you put the yeah first anybody road the left end. on that piece is out of the road. Is out, yeah, because if they're too far behind, you, yeah. you run away from them. Makes sense. Yeah, um, and basically your objective either is to destroy your teammates or um, destroy normally, your teammates or destroy, no, destroy the opponents. Teammates, yeah. yes. Don't think there's anything quite that vindictive in there. <laughs> yeah, fuck it all. Um, or get the objective, which they say is normally like aid packages and stuff like that. Because exactly. in post-apocalyptic America, after nukes yeah. have gone off, at does it yeah. get to be an oil tanker that? They've got an Australian. Big, they've got big they've got oil tanker type things. In there, so it is Mad Max. Yeah. It's, it's Mad yeah. Max, the board game. There's a Car British game. team though. Well, they're, they're, it should be. They're yeah. American, but they want to be British. They yeah. like they admire British culture, so they've got minis and Jags, yeah. and they look a bit kind of. See that? That's like like, I, I want a cars. team yeah. made of Jags. Just poking a pipe with a top hat. Uh, yes. One of the one of the is it a VW Beetle Even kind of thing? Jags yeah. Yeah. That, that model was beautiful. Yeah, uh, some some nice models on there. Okay. Um, customizable? Uh, yes, apparently so. They had like you get these bits and you can stick them on, or you can stick them on different models. So yeah. you can kind of chassis yeah. and wheels, yeah. and then there's like, spiky like. bits and stuff. I'd be really interested in trying to make the cars from Carmageddon because I love oh, the first yeah. Carmageddon game yeah. and that the the hedgehoggy one with the spike over yeah. the top. I always wanted one when that I was young. That does sound quite fun. Expensive. Uh, I don't about fifty quid for the game. Now yeah. the thing that that got me is it. It's kind of got. It's part board game, mm-hmm. um, but it's also part sort of war game. Yeah, and it's got a box which has got the rules and the board pieces and such like in like a board game. But the miniatures are resin, so they need sticking together, painting, and all that kind of thing. And it seemed to be kind of in an awkward in betweeny place. Uh, which makes me worry for it for the future because I'd be interested in having a go, but I'm just not sure how. Is it marketing itself as a board game? Is it marketing itself as a war game? Yeah. Um, it has a campaign yeah. system where things can get better and you can get loot and hence the things thing. Like that. Yeah, when the campaign's over though, and you've got these cars all built, do you have to buy new cars? Yeah, you can rec- you can play one-off ga- games game and buy, with your cars. Yeah, yeah, the add-ons and stuff have. you'd buy. So you, yeah. you play, the guy said, like $50,000 worth of stuff. Yeah. And play Not your game like that. Dollars, yeah, yeah. Game, right. game currency is in yeah. dollars. Okay. Because, you know, the, the, there's been a nuclear war and everything's crashed down, but they still use dollars. Of course mm. they do. 
I'm intrigued. I'd definitely play it again. Yeah. I'm not rushing out to pre-order. I think it's just been the Kickstarter has completed. Yeah. Um, and the, most of the stuff we were playing with were still prototypes. They're yeah. not back from the printers, but they, they said they'd be looking to fulfil next month. And yeah. then, so it should be out early next year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to play. Um, so yeah, one to look out for if you like the idea of post-apocalyptic. That could, that could be quite good. Yeah. Um, car chases. Yeah. yeah, it was quite unique. It was different uh, yeah. to yeah. most games I, uh, I've played. Um, yeah, so that was Devil's Run Route 666. Uh, we also had a... Let's go through all the things we had demo games of first. Yeah. Uh, we had a demo game of X-Core. Yes. Which... Have we talked to you about this, Colin? No. So, from the name X-Core, yeah. what do you think it was? Have a guess. I'm guessing some kind of corpse, as in military organisation. Yeah. And the X probably meaning secret, so possibly x filey based, some kind of military unit being sent in to purge secret aliens or something like that. Pretty well, much, yeah. yeah, well done. Cool. cool. Hey, round of applause. Um, it's essentially XCOM the role-playing game. Yeah, okay. Although there were options to play civilians that get caught up in the alien invasion, yeah. uh, which is what we plumped for. Yeah, which is a nice touch. Uh, was a very nice touch. Um and I really enjoyed it. I've always yeah. liked watching, you know, sci-fi movies and then watching the random human run in the background and go, well, what's his story? No, no, yeah. no, get get the main character out of the way. I want to see Jeff running past there, the builder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was quite fun. We just played some people who have been kind of... Caught up. Yep, trying yeah. to escape right at the last minute um, for various reasons. So it's a role play. Sorry. Yes, role it's a role play system. game. Yeah, I'll be um, Sorry. Runs on, uh, I think it's D6 rolls, isn't it? It was D6, so it had some really nice mechanics. Including so, a, you always roll what is called a wild dice. Yeah. So it adds to your, it does, it adds to your score, doesn't it? Yeah. It, yeah, one of the, so you one have, pulls a D6, so if you've got strength three, you roll three D6. Okay, yeah, that makes uh, sense. And add them all together. The wild dice, you, uh, roll and add as normal. If it rolls a six, critical success, it's brilliant. You roll the dice again and add it on. If you roll awesome. one, critical failure. But it's only on that one wild dice. Yeah. Okay. So if that one means that, if you still pass, you might pass, but not particularly well. Yeah. yeah. Um, might injure yourself or somebody else. I think yeah. We had, I, I had worse. I, well, if you fail and roll a one, yeah, so that's you, a critical all, all added together, you still no. failed, yeah. and it was a one, then it's a critical failure, and yeah. it was really, really bad. I was going to say, because I succeeded, because I was playing a paramedic character, yeah. and I was trying to check over a woman in the car, yeah. been injured after someone had fallen on top of it. Um, and I succeeded the roll. Because obviously medical skills and things like that, but I'd rolled a one on the wild dice. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Yeah. It kind of passed. So I knew she was still alive, and that doing certain things would probably kill her. But I wasn't a hundred percent sure quite what was wrong. Yeah. You so wanted to know if you could move her, and you were yeah. like, the maybe. Yeah. It's not definitely good. It's not definitely a bad no, idea yeah. either. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of, but you knew she was alive and you knew that. So you, you got a success, but it wasn't a particularly good success. Whereas if you'd roll, if you'd failed and got the one on the wild, I'm guessing you probably would have moved her and then That's gone, oh, yeah. she's dead. Well, I, I then tried the opposite side. I then tried to persuade the guy's husband that we were going to leave her behind for the military to pick up because they were sweeping in behind us and they had like vehicles she could go in. Excellent. But we needed to move her out of the way. Yeah. Um, and he was like, what? That's rubbish. Because it was the worst possible thing. Yeah. Like, it was a rubbish lie. And then I rolled a six, then a six, and then <laughs> uh, another high number. 
Um, and yeah, he just went, I, I basically turned around and went, well, I've got the military's phone number. <laughs> um, and convinced him that the military were on their way, so we ran off and left his wife behind. Fantastic. Um, so it's it was... nice to see humanity banding together in times of crisis. <laughs> yeah, the system was quite nice in that it had, it was different, but it had potential for some good dramatic yes. moments, uh, so some really undramatic moments when you fail, yeah. uh, which is always good. Um, I think a role-play game lives and dies on its background, yes. and obviously we didn't really get into that too much, but no. the idea of playing, I mean, the idea of playing civilians caught up in an alien invasion is quite I cool. I like yeah. that idea. We've played too many games where we walk in going, I am a space marine, and I already have a suit of power armour, and I'm already a yeah. murderer of worlds. Let's get it on. Which yeah. is how the guy who was doing the translation said about well, this because um, Spanish game is. Yeah, that, I think. Yeah, it's been translated into French, French. and that's been kickstarted yeah. into English. And right. he said that was their basically their main aim. So they wanted a game that you could play the big powerful military people. Yeah, going to do things and do the sneaky spy <laughs> missions and the, the shoot these aliens things because some people like that. Said, but they seem to really want people to play the civilian side of things, the yeah. more just everyday <laughs> trying to survive. We were offered do. military characters or civilian characters, and we all chose civilian characters. Yeah, I mean, we could have had a mix. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I quite like the idea. Um, this is a role play we did a few years ago. Um, um, the the kind of prelude to Dark Heresy. It wasn't Dark Heresy at the time, um, where we played an Inquisitor band, and then we played the Space Marines once shit hit the fan. Yeah, and I quite like that mix because you have the fun sneak around, being essentially humans going, ah! and then yeah. you got to play your power armored nut jobs who went, don't worry, we've got grenade launchers. I had the the. He- uh... The heavy bolter that could cut people in half. Yes. If I killed someone with my heavy bolter, I got to roll again on the next person until someone didn't die. Nice. That was fun. I had a power sword. <laughs> that made a mess of everything. Yeah. So, yeah, but it was a 40k roll. It was play, a 40k, but it, yeah. It was but using I, I, D20 because yeah. it was before... I mean, it's it was a long bef- time ago. It was before About Dark nine Heresy. years ago. Oh, God, yeah. But I, I still remember it as one of my favourite role plays because of that nice mix of Ooh. going humans and tough military. We didn't yeah. start as tough military. So this yeah. looks like it's got the potential for you to pick and choose yeah. two different flavours of campaign from the same book, which is always good, gives you a bit of replay yeah. value. Yeah. It also, they were saying that there's the potential for your civilian characters, you know, they get caught up, they might be the sole survivors of a city, then get recruited by the military because they've actually seen the aliens and know something about them, and then they develop into into that. So you've got, you can straddle from one into the other and go from being, I was a security guard, but they knocked down the shop I was working at and I had to run away. (laughs) Chenry's character. (laughs) Yes, yeah, that was a character. Um... To then being, you know, and and then I got picked up by the military and they gave me a gun and now I kill people. <laughs> um, and you kind of, you know, you, you, it's I got that kind of like, on my shop. Yeah. <laughs> no one messes with Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, it's <laughs> one dead giraffe. Um, Jeffrey, a giraffe. Yeah, yeah, Toys R Us. Yeah, never understood why. But... No, and he's gone from the face of the. The front of the store, yeah. now. it just says Toys R Us rather than Toys Giraffe Us. Toys 
do giraffe us sometimes. <laughs> sometimes they we do. We have problems. to learn to live sometimes with it. They do. Um, so that looks really good. That's Kickstartering now. Yes. Yeah, and there's some <laughs> nice little packages yeah. open for that. Okay. Yeah, and uh, well, I think we're probably going to chuck some money at them. Yes, I think yeah. that's the intention. Um, we'll have a look after Christmas. and. Uh, well, it, it runs until the end of this month, so. Oh, raid the, so, the penny jar and yeah. see what yeah. we find. Well, I've just our... kickstarted another campaign and I don't get paid till the 4th, so I have absolutely no money. <laughs> what did well, you kickstart, Colin? A uh, book. Oh, book. No, I don't talk about books. Yeah, about books. <laughs> you rubbish. talked about books and you bored everyone. I love books. Best thing ever. It's like <laughs> well, having friends, I'm, but they don't answer back. Unfortunately, I've got a mind to picture books, so there are there, 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 not many words. Is that because you can't do words, Colin? I like pictures. Oh, pictures brush. I miss audio books. <laughs> I miss audio books. So they're the three things that we play big demo games of yep um, excellent and oh I'd just like to say the, the chap who ran us through um, the game of X-Cores one of the best DMs I've ever yeah he was awesome. with yeah, he really got really? his character properly he was really interested in role playing it with us yeah we didn't fire a gun at any point because we excellent. picked civilians we had basically a, a couple little encounters with NPCs okay um, and it was really really good um, and yeah we just sort of we, we role-played together, and it immediately worked. Yeah. And that's normally quite awkward. Yeah, because most systems... Yes. I mean, obviously, especially these demo events, want to show the system off, and it did do that Combat. as well. Oh, we did play a different game. We played, yeah. a, we played a game... We played another a Far Future role-play game yeah. um, in, a, in a spaceship... Yeah. And I wasn't 100% sure what was happening. No, because we seemed to jump straight into combat rather than anything else, which yeah. was unfortunate because we played some other people who were interested in just playing a combat-type roleplay. Right. Yeah. Um, which didn't... A very, very, was... very angry man played a game with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that the angry man that you mentioned to me? Yes, yeah. 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 Hyperactively, I think, which is the worst guy. It was, it was angry in game, but it was odd. Um... This is the thing. I, I mean, I find role playing is it, there's so much of a. Sorry, Colin's so it's just, just just has some kind of orgasmic cake that has just made a mess all over the table. Sorry, if you, if you keep putting me off, I'm going to put my finger in it. Do you know what? That'd still be worth it. You could rub killer bees on it, and I'd still eat it. <laughs> I left the killer bees in my other suit. Fantastic. I'm okay. not wearing a suit. No, I've not worn a suit for a long time. Like the power punk rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we played another Far Future game, and it didn't stick in my mind because we just played a combat. Yeah. Um, well, not Far Future. X Corps, not Far Future. It's probably out now. Yeah. Um, but we we played this game, and the combat was kind of interesting, and that had a nice little system. Pulls a d tens, bit world of darknessy. Yeah. There were some interesting things in there. There were also some bits that didn't really click. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, the the was idea. This, of, sorry, was this the game with the um, you can shoot a man, but his force field takes the shot. Yeah, because you using, can run over and punch him. Because they're using kinetic shields, so they're yeah. basically treating it like Doom. So it if makes you shoot somebody, sense, but it's still incredibly frustrating. Yeah. They've only got a limited amount of shield energy, so theoretically you're supposed to stay at a distance and shoot them <sighs> until the shields go away. But yeah, yeah. especially for like a sniper-like character, you get one shot and you oh, I was rubbish that twenty times yeah. before. Yeah, um, actually do anything useful, and, it, and then Jeff just runs over and headbutts him, and he goes down. Yeah. It felt like it had potential, and you're playing. You were playing rebels. Really need to remember what this was called. Um, it's always rebels, by the way. Uh, Star Wars. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we play the Empire? They can't all be that bad. Forty k. Moving on. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, Colin. I know that. That's yeah, no, no, that's fair enough. Uh, for com- comic effect, yeah. Um, uh, we it, it just didn't stick because there was no role play, and role play is quite performative. Yeah, um, I find, and I, I find especially because it's quite a public space, sitting there in the show hall, people can wander by, people can lean over, see what you're doing. Yeah. Um, it was a bit tricky when there was one person who we didn't know dominating that, right? Really, they were really intense yeah, and yeah. being a bit too much, and it kind of put me off. And I became very aware that this guy was attracting far too much attention because he was sort of shouting and screaming and jumping up and down in his seat. Yeah, right. Um, but we didn't really have that much opportunity to role play, which didn't give us much on the background. And essentially, you're just demoing me a combat system. Yeah, and combat systems are ten a penny. We've got a million combat systems. Yeah. Whereas what I'm also interested in is how that interacts with theme and story yeah. and those ideas. And with X-Core, that worked really nicely. We could see um, it had that kind of that feel that you might get really good at something, but you can still roll that one and mess up. Yeah. So your characters weren't going to be superhuman, but there was the chance to sort of train and get more dice and actually get good at something. I mean, my character was amazing at lying. Yeah. Was I? Yeah, I was you were a journalist. journalist yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. Um, no offence to any journalists listening. <laughs> gonna we are really bad journalists. <laughs> we're going to get really bad reviews now. <laughs> um, yeah. But I couldn't really see how that worked in this other game. And so it just kind of faded from my memory. It was a combat that we did. And for me, combat isn't the most interesting bit of roleplay. No, no, no. I mean, we did that. Break, break things up a bit, normally. Yeah. We did that at the um, UK Games Expo. We did, a, you and me, we did a combat game. We played Numenera, didn't we? Or was, you talk about something else. I'm talking about something else. Me and you did. We both played characters with psychic powers. We played half of one team. Yes. Yes. Again, that was a fairly interesting combat system, but has obviously completely left Brian's mind. I've got the book at home because I quite like the background yes. from talking to them. Yeah. Oh, was that the one that was based, you're all kind of underground capsules or something? You? Yeah. Yes, you're like woken up and they went, oh. Is it Spectre or Shadow Op or something like that? Children of the Cold War. I haven't opened it since. Yeah. I was a bit con happy and bought too much stuff. You did buy all the things. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't so bad this time. I was better than last time. Yeah, alright, you were better than last time. Because yeah, Christmas was coming up. I'm not going to um, say you're bad, because it means I get to play with shiny things without having to spend anything. So. Yes. Excellent. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, what I want in a, in a demo is some role play as well as some, maybe some combat or something that lets us use the, uh, the system. Mm-hmm. Um, just so you can see how the two work together and get a feel for what the game is actually like. I think yeah. we now spend more time role-playing our characters than we do playing combats as our characters in most of the games we play. Uh, I think one of the reasons we like Mutant Year Zero so much is that the combats are really quick and nasty and brutal and quite a few times you guys have tried to talk your way out of fights because you you know that bad stuff's going to happen. I can't remember the last time I was conscious at the end of a fight. (laughs) No. (laughs) Bless you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, so we also picked up Mind Jammer uh, by Modiphius, yeah, which I'm quite looking forward to playing. Uh, written by Sarah Newton, who is a renowned uh, genre author, who we met. Yeah. Was very lovely. She was. Um, and 
Mindjammer to me seems like it's a space opera toolkit. You can set it in the far future. Well, it's set in the far future. Yeah. Um, it's got quite a, an interesting backstory involving you had sort of generation ships that were sent out yeah. generations ago, thousands of years ago from Earth that kind of populated different planets and different systems. And then recently, Earth has finally developed faster than light technology. So they're now sending out faster than light ships that are then meeting these colonies that were sent out from Earth but thousands of years ago. Yeah. So they might have. That's a bugger for the ships that have spent you know, a <laughs> yeah. thousand yeah. years getting to that Just planet. Just turn up on a planet and a new ship turns up. So. Oh. Yeah. But you Bastard. might have um, yeah. people that found a water planet. So they messed with their DNA and change themselves to adapt to live in aquatic conditions. And then the um, rescue vessel. You might find very different <laughs> cultures that have evolved mm. that don't fit with the dominant culture of Earth, which seems to be a kind of generic, slightly oppressive, fake utopia kind of feel to it. Um, as you get a lot. Yeah, everything's fine as long as you do what we want you to do. Yeah. As long as you don't deviate. If you deviate, then that's bad. Sounds like school. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Um, so it's got that it's got lots of potential yes um, and we're looking at running because it's got lots of different directions you can take and it's got a really nice guide to building your your campaign where you sit down DM and players together and the players will decide what kind of themes they want to tackle what kind of aspects they want the campaign to have uh, whether they want to talk about transhumanism or being a revolutionary like yeah. in Star Wars, uh, or being the fascist empire like yeah. in Forty K, um, or whether you want to um, be space traders, or whether you want to be gritty little nobodies on a far-flung Western planet, style yeah. planet, um, Firefly, Firefly, yeah. yeah, and. Talk to, it seemed like we could do lots and lots of different yeah. things. Anything um, you could think of, almost, you could fit into that, yeah. into the okay. universe somewhere, and it was built and formulated so that do it do it. Yeah, and it's it got me really interested in giving it a go. like yeah. game for advanced role players, however. Um, well, the system for actually running it doesn't look overly complex. Yeah. It's not. No, it's fate system. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, plus and minus dice, in essence. Yeah, you roll four dice. You've got a plus, a minus. Well, you've got two pluses, two minuses, and two blanks. Yeah. Uh, and then you might modify that by skills and things like that. That yeah. aspect seems quite simple. You define your characters by aspects. Yeah. So you give them little hooks that can be. Oh, I'm, I mean, I've talked to the DM. I want to take uh, life's not fair as an aspect. Um, so that might give me a bonus to shrug off something bad that's happened to me because I'd be like oh well that's not fair just get on with it Yeah. but it might mean that bad things happen to my character at the DM's discretion because life's not fair Yeah. yeah. so bad things happen to me so it's got kind of a double edged role playing tool which yeah. I quite like um, and when you build your characters you sit down and you interweave the other characters into your backstory yes that was it wasn't it's it it's really nice you develop kind of a basic background well my character did this during the during this point period during the life the next player then goes okay well I met them during this point and did this with them <coughs> so you have a history and then they could disappear off and disappear <coughs> away from each other but you've chose two characters and have an interlink yeah. for you to start your game with yeah. so you're encouraged yeah. to then help develop somebody else's character all the time oh, yeah okay that's cool yeah so that kind of developing I love that kind of stuff to try and get that backstory. Yes. Yes. Into into the game, uh, players involved in nailing down what the campaign is like. Yeah. Um, and yeah, full of 
far future technology and spaceships and laser guns living spaceships um, yes so Aaron wants to play a living spaceship yay sorry that's alright obsessive ship who's hanging kind of yeah. thing and yeah. so I think we're going to live on Aaron I think that's as much as we've decided for that's our campaign so far yes. it's the only way I can be large um, well this uh, is the problem with too much choice yes almost yeah. um just to say, yeah, make a sci-fi character. I could go right. I'm going to make someone who doesn't trust artificial intelligences. Um, at which point, the DM could turn around and go, "Yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah, but artificial intelligence have been integrated into all computer systems for the last six thousand years." At which point, my character is well stupid because yeah, yeah but yeah, it's redundant. I've gone. Oh, well, this isn't something I yeah. can't stay away from it all because it's integrated into everything. So, I've... yeah, but that just means that you need to pick a new character idea or make that character work somehow. Yes. So, why yeah. do you dislike AI? Is yeah, it because yeah. AI killed your mum? I think it's you definitely could have something... come off for a planet where there was only one AI that did bad things. Yeah, there's. Yeah, yeah. I don't get what you mean though. It is. Mm. There's so much. When you've got there. so much choice, you end up just sitting there going, "Well, um, oh, it's like asking your wife what you want to watch." On TV, what do you well, want to watch? Load of Netflix and what go. You, yeah, you go on Netflix oh, and God, go. This is too much stuff. What, what do you want to watch, dear? And she goes, "Don't know. What do you want to watch?" Half hour later, we're still arguing. Yeah, you've watched the menu scroll. Yeah, basically. we've watched the menu scroll for <laughs> half hour. Yeah, so there is a thing about having too many options, but I mean, I've got some specific ideas. You've got some, spe- and then yeah. we just you work together to do it. So yeah. it's the kind of thing where you take a session to plan a bit like what we did did with mutant yeah i think the first session we sat there and went right we've done we we live here yeah Yeah, this is what happened and it's made out of this and then and then brian took it all away from us yeah that's why (laughs) why i'm not allowed to be dm anymore yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i'm very excited to uh to have a go at that yeah i am definitely Um, as well i I like like the variety i haven't seen the system i trust your judgment on the system working he bought dice for it, so it's got to be good. He bought, he bought dice for it. <laughs> I might because. have just been convention happy. <laughs> I've always been slightly concerned by sci-fi systems, only because when I get shot by a pew-pew laser, I want the pew-pew laser to do more than take a fraction of my hit points off. It's the same problem you got with modern games, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will see how the system goes. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it, because I trust what you guys say. It's a throwback to the... I mean, it was deliberately designed to be... to reference and to bring back yeah. the feel of the old 80s yeah. sci-fi game. Oh, yeah. So it might be a little bit... kind of... heroic. Well, if it's like an 80s sci-fi, then all the enemies will miss. And that I can deal with. <laughs> <laughs> with not being hit. It's when I get hit and go, well, that was like a paper cut. I'm going, no, it's a death laser. Death laser should... No. Well, death lasers should do death. Death lasers should do death. It's like yes. if the Death Star fired and, you know, blew up one continent, you'd be like, no, no, oh, all rubbish. the continents. The Death Star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The DM rolled a one. No, re-roll it, damn it. I want you to kill me. <laughs> Roll to hit the planet. Oh, you missed. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not going to happen. Yeah, so looking forward to playing that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very good and the lovely lovely Sarah Newton did a, a great job of explaining what was going yeah, on and getting yeah. us excited um, and basically saying do what you like but here's some ideas yeah, which is excellent. nice I like that yes um, she didn't want a pen as in but she didn't she, want to oh, yeah. oh she's the dystopian future <laughs> do what you like 
but we'd prefer it <laughs> if you had these ideas. Damn you, Newton! <laughs> they go. Uh, I cracked it. I am the rebellion. Fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to talk about from Dragon Meat? Because I kind of led this so far. Well, I mean, I mostly follow people around because I, I didn't there. have any money. Oh. <laughs> Um, but no that's yeah. part of the reason I'm, I'm almost glad I didn't go because I'm in the same boat as you and have absolutely no cash and I would just walk around oh, with my shinies. head down going meh yeah, but yeah. I was I was so interested in Mind Jammer that I found money to help invest in it though I haven't been able to look at the book yet I would have yeah. had to sell a kidney I haven't been able to look at the book yet just in case he's listening yes I know he's planning the whole campaign but I want to look at the shinies yes <laughs> That's why I don't share. <laughs> Sharing's for suckers. That's true. Punk rock. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, the other roleplay game I picked up while I was there was The Laundry Files. Yeah. Based on the Laundry series of books by Charles Stross, um, who we both said hello to at the very recent mm. Edge Lit. Sledge Lit. It, it was at Sledge. It was also at Edge Lit last year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, writers' convention in uh, in Derby. Colin we was looking to. massively confused. He's never Colin heard of Charles Ross or the Laundry Files. Excellent. So it's a great time to uh, to go for it because we were talking about paranoia, and you guys seemed interested in playing something funny. You gotta love a bit of paranoia or something funny. You yeah, can't. That's have what just... they want you to do. Yes, you can't have <laughs> gritty realism all the time because I'm sad well, enough in my real life, yeah. let alone. So the Laundry Files is the role play of the books. The books are. Uh, basically James Bond meets Call of Cthulhu yeah I can't see a bad thing that that (laughs) sounds marvellous to me but with a nice touch of British cynicism and bureaucracy so you work better you work for the laundry the laundry's job is to mop up all the secret occult horrible things that could cause the end of the world and stop them happening excellent Um, there is such a thing as magic but it's just really, really advanced mathematics. Yes, which is lovely. Uh, okay. Yeah. So um, it's the reason we don't understand, basically. Yeah, the backstory is we get it. It's just this is very complex. Yeah, and it's hard. To you're do. not allowed to do it. You get told. You get you, you, the, the, your hard drive of, wiped. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. A lot, a lot of the accidents that they reference, I think, in the first book, are basically about mathematicians in, in university offices writing things on chalkboards, which they open hell holes towards. Oh, which one were, of those type yeah. of magic things, yeah. which yes. worked really well for. Cthulhu, because H.P. Lovecraft characters were quite often academics delving into things yeah. they shouldn't. Yes. You had non-Euclidean geometry uh, oh, and that I kind of that thing. Word. Can't pronounce it, but I love it. <laughs> non. Non. <laughs> um, so, so it gives you the easy bits. <laughs> yeah. So you work for the laundry, you do these kind of things, um, you go out as a field operative, you might have a desk job yeah. that's yeah, like you might be the IT guy. Oh, which is the chap from the the books. Yeah, uh, I've only just started reading the first book, but it oh, has made me laugh. Yeah, it's, um, but it can be incredibly dark at the same time. If yeah, it wants to be. Well, like any good comedy, which yeah. again is what I thought. Paranoia. The, the humor is quite dark humor. Yeah. We quite like that kind of thing. Oh yeah. So I thought it, it seemed we ideal for us. It would scratch children. my Cthulhu itch until the new edition of Cthulhu comes out. Yes. Uh, Call of Cthulhu comes out next year, Cthulhu hopefully. Cthulhu can be very, very bleak as well. I mean, the last campaign we did. Well, yeah. I stopped it because we were all sad. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I genuinely. genuinely wanted to kill our friend. I spent 
because I, I tried to kill James' character. Yes. And I really, Which is really, why he hates you. really, really wanted him dead. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. got a bit sad. <laughs> yeah. This lot pack of food for a while. <laughs> yeah, but this has got a sim- similar systems, but with that dark-edged humour, yes. modern-day setting, um, and kind of Mickey-taking sort of bureaucracy yeah. and um, geek jokes and geek culture built yeah. into it. So I'm really looking forward to uh, having a go at that at I some point. I bought a book of adventures, like yeah. which means I don't have to make anything up. Excellent. Because, um, really you know, working stuff out for yourself is hard. Yeah. yeah. No, you just want people to do it for you. Yeah. Punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're going to play some of that. Yeah, um, I'll be up for that. Quite so... Likely. And the last thing we picked up at, uh, I picked up anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, when you said we do. I picked up, yeah. Brian spent all the money. Sure. Just in case. No, they'll come to where Aaron's I live and take my things away. Yeah. Oh, yes. Want to, uh, want to yeah. reassure her that there was no money spent. <laughs> <laughs> um, was a game, a board game called The Amberdon Affair. Yeah. Which I first saw on uh, a web series. Oh, I've forgotten the name of it. I'm terrible today uh, for the name of not on tabletop. It was on a web series run by the creators of Cards Against Humanity. Oh, it was okay. a board game making competition. All right. Um, and they, it was one of the board games on there. It then got kickstarted off the back of that. It didn't win the series, but it did quite well. Yeah. Um, it's been kickstarted, and it was a bargain. Yeah. So I picked it up, um, and it was really good. I really enjoyed playing. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Um, you got one of you guys want to waffle for a bit? Yeah. Okay. Um, it is. Cluedo, the prequel. Uh, <laughs> That's real time Cluedo. Real, real time yes. Cluedo, the prequel. Um, you are playing servants um, at Amberdon Manor. Amberdon Manor, House. who is staging Whatever. a posh people place. posh people party. Yeah, it's sort of twenties, thirties feel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you play some um, butlers and. You have different guests. Uh, you had the, the general, the general lady. lady. Blue dress, lady blue dress. They're, they're, they're <laughs> color coded, yeah. They're, um, and what you have to do is you have to collect orders from the head butler, the head butler, um, and then you go to the various sections of the rooms. So you've got like the the cloak room, um, the desk, the bar. Yeah. Collect items that correspond to those orders. Yeah, so it might be the Duke wants a martini. So you go to the bar, you pick up a martini, you go yeah, to the, the yeah. Duke, you put it down. Yeah. Or you and might find excellent. the general's lost his monocle, in which case you've got to search. You've got to go, you've got yeah. to run round and find it. So the ones that are worth more points are the ones that are randomised. So the martini's always at the bar, but yeah. the general's monocle could be anywhere because he dropped it. I found his yeah. walking yeah. stick in the, the desk once. I'm not going to ask how that got there, but he's a <laughs> well, general, he's allowed. Yeah, wooing lady blue dress. Apparently so. so. Yeah. Um, case, not most sort of case, so, yeah, and, and it's all done in real time. So, yeah, you get a certain number of actions each turn, and you basically go, go, and each player takes the right number of actions. So it might be you move to the bar, that's an action. You're then going to pick up the martini from the bar, so you pick up the deck, look through, take the martini, put it down, and then you might move again. Yeah. What happens is everybody reaches out for their pawns at the same time. Yep. Two or three of you go to the same place, and then you squabble over who gets to pick up the deck of cards first. Yep. yep. Um, yep genuinely does happen. <laughs> now, the reason for all this chaos is it's not just a game about delivering orders. No, because that'd be really dull. Yeah. <laughs> it, w- it would be like work. Yes. The game. Um, it's, you are there, but 
Well, it's a Euro game. It's a Euro game. Uh, within <laughs> Joking, the like servants that you play, one of you is an imposter. A miscreant imposter. Uh, an assassin, do, basically. To do dastardly deeds. Yes. Uh, it is <laughs> the imposters. Uh, these cards, you get a card either where you're, you're a legitimate server or... Uh, or the assassin. Um, yeah. This gets randomly dealt out to you on cards. Yeah. Um, the assassin's job, yes, they can complete orders for points, just like everybody else can. However, they have an extra objective where they've got to murder everybody poison. by collecting the correct poisons, which are situated in the various randomised randomised parts yeah. of, of the room, yeah. and then give them to those people. So, for example, um, I think the general, you give him a Bloody Mary, I believe, which is poisoned with cyanide. You'd give him cyanide. Yeah, yeah. 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 There is um, Bloody Mary in there. Oh, there's not. a Yeah, that's yeah. why I got confused. Yeah, um, but yeah you give them poison, yeah. and if the poison is still on the characters at the end of the game... At the end of that round, then they die, and you get lots of points because yeah. you've you've assassinated. So the more people you poison, it kind of multiplies the points, and, and you do yeah. much better. Yeah. But there is a system. There is a system where you can fight back. Not only yeah. as servants can you go and pick up the poison and run off with it, yeah. thus making yourself look really suspicious to the other players because nobody knows who the other person is. Yeah. And there's some cards that let you look at what people are carrying or yeah. what orders they've got in their hands to try and see if they're. Actions are matching their orders. Yeah. Um, you. Sorry, I've forgotten the start of that sentence. <laughs> There's a system. There's a system. There's a system of rumor tokens. Thank you. So uh, you might play. Uh, you might have an inkling that oh, Aaron's been acting a bit dodgy. I, I think it's him. So you might throw a rumor token in at the end of each of, of the round. Yeah. All the players can throw them in. The miscreant imposter might throw them in so they don't look suspicious if everyone else is kind of uh, yeah, throwing yes, them in. Um, yeah, yes, Colin. Utter sold. Um, <laughs> yeah, Colin's really good at lying. Lying <laughs> when we're not paying attention to him, yeah. I think, is probably more... Yeah, he's just really just sneaky. Not, uh, well, it's because I was acting stupid. We're like a slippery member of the Fisherman's that Guild. That says a lot about how we treat you, really. <laughs> <laughs> I realised I was going... Well, it was when I went, oh, I've taken the cane to the general by mistake. I know, I'll get it out. And then picked the deck up, took the poison out. And we none of us batted an eyelid. No. no. <laughs> um, so you're either going to have ten rounds, but if you get enough rumour tokens down, you can end the game before that. You then have to accuse someone yeah. secretly, reveal who you've accused. If you've accused the actual miscreant imposter, you get loads of points, they lose points. Yeah. And the more rumour tokens you've got, you multiply the bonus by yeah. that. So if you've only played one because you're hedging your bets, you'll only get a little bit. Um, if you played three, you'll get three times as many points. Yeah. yeah. But if However, you the wrong person... If you get the wrong person, uh, then you lose loads of points. Yeah. And I was in the, the bizarre position of, I knew exactly who... Uh, the miscreant imposter was. God, I was confused at this point. Yes, I knew exactly who the miscreant imposter was, and I wanted the game to end before she could carry on poisoning people because yep. that's bad, yep. and she's gaining more points. Um, however, well, I say the game, the round, because you do this three times, you then divvy it back up, you reset the game, you play three rounds, and you add up the points over the three rounds, which yep. is nice. It's not like if you mess up a round and get caught, then you've still got two other rounds to make up the points and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, sorry, yes. Um, you, um, I knew who it was because I followed them <laughs> somewhere. Accidentally, they went somewhere I needed to go and I went over, they put a card down and I went, oh, I've got a spare move this turn. 
I'll just look at what's there. And I knew which card they'd thrown down and went, that's the poison, right, I know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Which there's nothing in the rules that says you can't do that. It encourages you to yes. watch other people. The problem is if you there was five of us all putting our hands in at once going stuff and moving things. Yeah, yeah and then you're trying to work out who to... was there. I lucked out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Then nobody else would so I threw all three room tokens in and nobody else would no. play. Nobody else would do it. No, because we had been paying attention to yeah. our own things going Ah. If yeah. I just turned around and said, look, I definitely know it's this person. I would have presumed you were lying. Yeah, people might think I'm lying, yeah. which is good. But if everyone believed me... Everybody else gets loads of points. Everyone else would just throw three rumour tokens in, end the game. And, and then um, we'd all get the same number of points, which means I'm not getting any extra points. <laughs> yeah. Makes it pointless because, you know, I want to win. So what I did is I quite blatantly and quite openly put the poison back <laughs> um, yeah. in such a way that everyone then thought I was the poisoner ended the game and then accused me getting no points and I then accused the real poisoner and got quite a lot of points yeah. the poisoner got some points back because someone had been poisoned someone yeah. had been poisoned if they don't poison anyone they, get, they nothing. get nothing so I did help them gain some points but overall the net gain on everyone else was, was still far far in my favour that was ridiculous yeah. I, would, I would have won if it wasn't yeah. for that and the chaos of it the fact that everyone's doing their stuff at once and you're trying to you're trying to make sure that you get the right stuff and you're trying to because people kept going oh has anyone seen the walking stick and you go no and then you keep the walking stick <laughs> you yeah. can only carry two things at once but you can you can Quite really things. mess with, yeah, um, yeah we were getting to the point where we like Colin would go and deliver the general's bloody Mary so I'd just walk over and pick it up and walk yeah. off with it because I didn't want him to get the points for it yeah and what we had to, the last <laughs> game I went looking for one of the random I well, no not one not even one of the random one one of the was a set location one of the other players had picked it up and moved it somewhere else just out of spite yeah. so you couldn't find it yeah. and then you get penalised for not completing the orders yeah so there's there's so many different ways to mess with people, and it's so chaotic. It took us a couple goes to get into it. Yes, it's um, something you have to get through the first round. The first round. Go, oh, now we know what we're yeah, doing. Yeah. We're, we're playing hyperactive children. Yeah. yeah. The board game. <laughs> um, you do need to be able to trust the other people, because if someone really wanted to win, they could just take extra goes, because no one would know, because they're doing their own stuff. Yeah. Yeah but then what's the point of playing a competitive game? I don't understand that mentality. No. Well, no. I, don't, I genuinely don't get that, but no. that's that's me. Um, you wouldn't play those sort of people anyway, theoretically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but apart from that, so it's, it's, it, it's open to abuse, but actually played as a thing, it, it played together. There was some, there was it, some... I really enjoyed it. It was really different. The fact that everyone's moving at once, so you're not all looking at Jeff because Jeff, it's Jeff's go, and he can't he can't think what to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I might also suggest that you put like a three minute timer on each round or something because there were a couple times where one person was left at the end dithering a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But mostly, you're trying to get your stuff done before someone can pick up the thing and run off with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh god, that, I remember my last turn. There's a, there's a lot of fun moments and fun memories you'll get from it. When I realised yeah. I put the poison on the general, realised that our friend was going to pick up the pile and check it, fully well knowing. In the next round, yeah. So I had turn. to very quickly, having magically managed to lie to everyone by acting stupid, <laughs> I, I dropped the cane in there, I managed to pick up the pile, take my poison off, 
put the pile back. She then checked the pile, <laughs> no poison, so walked off. So I then put the poison back on the pile and then walked off and somehow managed to get away with that. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun to do when you're going, God, if it only takes yeah. one person to spot me and I'm doomed. Yeah, yeah. which is great because when you're playing the servant, you feel overworked. Yeah. Because yeah. you're trying to do two things at once. You're trying to complete your orders and get your points. You're also trying to look out for the other the other person. Yeah. And you're also <clears throat> trying not to seem suspicious, but maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's three things, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're busy and, you, you know, it makes this party it's just a little the board's quite nice but it's got a little party drawn it suddenly makes it feel a bit chaotic like a big social like gathering a, like yeah. a big 1930s party and then as the miscreant imposter well the reason you're there is to poison these dignitaries you're a bit more calm collective yeah. but you're also you're exploiting the chaos yeah so because that's why you're there you're there to yeah. exploit that chaos you're there to be like well it could have been any of the servants it could have been any of us yeah and no one knows who it was so it the theme really really clicks with the gameplay yeah, which does. is always a massive yeah. bonus um and i've read we've played t- a a full game we played a full really game. enjoyed it gonna yeah. play some more over, okay. over yeah. the christmas break there's only one problem i had with it it's always me that has the problem with things yeah. Yeah. whiny whiny the whiny. Po- poisoning a character <laughs> i in the three games we played i was the miscreant twice because apparently that's just in my nature yes um <laughs> Poisoning multiple characters seems almost impossible because mm. everyone's running around either looking for the poison or trying to sabotage everybody else's moves. And I couldn't yeah. see a way. Now, I managed to poison one person each time. The general both times, actually. Or, as we decided, the general and his son. Yeah. Poor bugger. <laughs> um, but I found the only way for me to do it was to run around, try and do some orders and collect some points, and then right at the very end, drop a poison on that character. Now, you can't do multiple... drop multiple poisons on multiple characters in the last turn. So it seems very... I know it's worth a lot of points when you get poison everybody, but it seems really difficult to I considered it like um, shooting for the moon in hearts, which... I'm going to go to really traditional board games now. Yeah, yeah, it's but fine. it's where you, you know, you take in all the bad points from a from a from a game, yeah. which is incredibly hard to do. But you score a lot of points for it. Yeah, it's not necessarily impossible. It's just no, to be I mean, borderline. poisoning one. I managed to do it, and it yeah. seemed quite simple. You just have to make, watch what everybody else is doing. But poisoning multiples, I couldn't quite. No, none of them. And nobody managed to do two. No, if if people are. I th- it can be done. I don't really want to tell you how I reckon I could do it, though, because then that would give away. Okay. So what we'll do is we'll play another game of this at some point, and then we'll come back to this, and we'll see if Brian's little plan yeah. actually works. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So yeah, so we're going to play. We'll get back to you. Um, listen at some future point. Oh, well, actually, there is there is too. and there is yeah. one way I could think of doing it, which I will share. And this is the only way. This is what I was thinking earlier when you mentioned ending the game by getting everybody's votes in. Yeah, is if you can, if you're charismatic or charming or beautiful enough, like myself, obviously, uh, to convince everybody that Jeff your over picture. there is is the is the bad guy, yeah. and you know you can force suspicion on him so everybody votes in and immediately ends the game yeah. then you can drop multiples of poison mm. 
in the couple of turns before because you know you're ending the game. I will share. Game. I will share. Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you might give people an idea of how, of how the game works. So yeah. So part of it is trying to end the game early. People were look because you can look at what the different characters have been given. Yeah. It's just another item pile, so you can look at it. People weren't doing that until later on. Two, three, maybe four turns from the end. Yeah. So you can probably drop the. the um, the lady character, someone's wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can you can poison her fairly early on. Then you've got two characters that are next to each other. Yeah. So in one turn, you've got three moves. So you can drop the poison on one, move, and drop the poison on the other. Uh, so you can get those two. So you've got the two together. That's why they're that's, that close. That's then the point that you want to try and end the game. Because I looked at it and went, but those two guys are next to each other. Yeah, oh, I not that. spread out. Okay. But yeah. that's deliberate, I think, so that you you can get two. So if you can get one down, get over the other thing, do do the two, and then go. It's definitely Jeff. Look. Yeah. You've then got, um, you've then got that that chance oh, there. So okay. I think that that's one way that I could see of, yeah, uh, of doing it. I mean, um, and he said that despite not. Poisoning multiple characters, I still came second. Yes, yeah. out of five people, so it wasn't a bad run. And I'm not saying it's impossible, or you're just going to go, "Oh, I'm the spy, therefore I'm rubbish," because <laughs> you can win on points alone. And it is a lot of fun getting everybody to accuse Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, cool, good. So yeah, really enjoyed the uh, the Amberdon affair. Any more words on Dragon Meat itself as an event? Well, we haven't really sketched it out particularly well. Um, it's, it's it's basically like a big RPG convention, really. Yeah, I mean, they've got think Comic Con, but with yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, there were good. There were several thousand people there. Uh, the really? trade hall was was what sixty or so different vendors. Yeah, um, from was there were some than indie. Last year, then. Yeah, a little bit mm. bigger. It seemed to have grown a bit. Um, there were some giant games. We didn't even get round to the giant games last year. We no. we, we looked at Giant Pandemic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there were some people playtesting games. Uh, we had, this year, we had some good chats with some different creators. Yeah. Um, they had actual run role-playing sessions. Mm. Yeah, so there's games that you could, you could go, I, I really want to play this. I've not, you know, especially if you're like as you're getting old and you don't role play too much. Yeah. Uh, if you're role playing, you can find life. a game yeah. and, of something and play it. And they had a nice variety of different things from Pathfinder yeah. um, to Call of Cthulhu and yeah. kind of everything in the middle. Um, Basically, if you're a sad, geeky bastard like us, then it's a place to meet other sad, geeky bastards. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were seminars we didn't really go and talk, which no. we didn't really go to, but. Um, we did at the board game expo a couple of those kind of things because yes. it was over three days. Yeah, but if you really days. like that kind of thing, they're still there. It's it's almost a smaller version of the UK Games Expo, really. Yeah, it's yeah. like a condensed version. So yeah. it's, 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 it's got there. as much stuff in it, but yeah. condensed in one hall rather than over three days. Yeah, and it was a bit smaller, a bit more personal you got to yes, meet yeah, um, people are involved really talk with um, developers of games and things like that there's a lot of kickstarter campaigns uh, going kind on, of advertising yeah. there where they were demonstrating the game stuff but you could talk with people that made the games and get a real feel for what the games were like and stuff from them which yeah nice. they had uh, Cubicle 7 were sort of launching the Lone Wolf role playing game and I had a chat with the guy who wrote Lone Wolf and, and then I, I wanted to buy the book and ask him to sign it but I got scared and ran away <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> not very good with people sometimes <laughs> hence the 
sad, geeky bastard. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was um, it's really nice. Uh, it's fairly easy to get to. Yeah, it, it was literally two minutes walk from West Brompton Tube yeah. Station. West Brompton, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, why not? It's London, you can't miss it. It's that giant <coughs> blot on the map. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, really, I really enjoyed it. Definitely going to go again next year. I like three in a row will yeah. be joining you, and I would finish university. I should have a job. I will have money to spend. <gasps> you could buy me things. No. Oh, I'm going to buy things and then burn them in front of you. Hopefully <laughs> I'll have that much money. You could take them to the dragon and the dragon could burn them. Yes. Yes. Unless he's asthmatic. One, we did have, there was a charity auction at the end, which uh, Brian's mentioned already. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, um, really nice. Yeah, raised, they raised two and a half thousand pounds. Yeah, which they? wasn't yeah, there the year before. No, I don't think so. Well, no, no, they had one. It was, but it was done differently and we didn't yeah, see it. We missed ah, it. There yeah. we go. But we had a, there was a table of guys off to one side who were auctioning against each other and yeah. their own gaming group. Fantastic. So refusing to share their stuff with each other. Yeah. It was just fighting with each other and betting quite, not betting, because auctions are bets. <laughs> yeah. I bet £17 that I will win by this idea yeah. Um, yeah so that was quite nice um, it, the whole day ran perfectly smoothly had, had no problems there uh, they've got a uh, lack of KFC yeah wow. that's not their fault um, there's an anti-harassment policy um, yeah. which was in the um, in the guide which I like um, oh yeah. yeah I read that last year yeah yeah because um, we joked about and then realised actually it does kind of need to be there. Yes, we, we joked and went, ah, society, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. We're blah. geeks, we don't touch each other. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. And then when actually uh, we... No, there have been some high-profile yeah. events. No, that's been unfortunate. Where things have happened. Never heard of anything happening there. They, no, they put all. a policy in place, um, so it's a nice, safe space. Well, I felt that it was a safe space. Yeah, nobody seems um, aggressive. No, there's no aggression. I Everybody's quite happy chatting each other. Yeah. And, uh, that's because it was inside. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And um, the charity auction, the items for the auction were donated by uh, the various different companies. Yeah. Um, so thank you to them because th- that's really Brilliant. nice of them. So yeah. it had a nice a nice feel to the day. Yeah. Had a nice chat with quite a lot of, quite a few very interesting people and bought way too much stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because awesome. Apart so from Aaron, great. who bought nothing. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> nothing at all. Not for you anyway. Um, so... Yeah, that that concludes our sort of dragon meat special where yeah. we were basically just talking about what dragon we did. Meat. Yeah, well, well um, you two did it, dragon meat. Yeah, and do 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 do. Sad face, Colin. So was it, or was I there? <gasps> were you disguised do, 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 as an do, do, asthmatic do, do, dragon? Do, do, do. Yes, I was. I was <laughs> the asthmatic dragon. What we'd be quite interested in because we've not done a lot of conventions. We've done a few. Yeah, we've done Dragon Meat. We've done I've done a Expo. grand total of two in my yeah. life so far, and we've yeah. done three. <laughs> I've done four. Oh, because look at Aaron being. You went to Comic Con. I actually went to Comic Con once. Oh, look at Aaron being the social person in the group. That's, That's actually quite disturbing, actually. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. yeah, we've done three writers' conventions as well. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> God, writers aren't people, Brian. There are artists there, but no yeah. one talked to them. Yes, because artists weird. aren't people either. Because they're just they're just angry. They they just they just do drawings. They're just angry. Anyway, can I finish my set? No, because I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if there's 
any conventions going on that we're not aware of, which are probably loads. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to meet us, yeah, uh, we might be able to go along and uh, say hello, have a chat. Yeah, real life. We are real people, and we aren't always socially awkward. So that'd be good. No, really. Um, really. Uh, did you One write was... Lone Wolf? No. Then, then we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it'd be quite nice to to get out and about to a few more yeah. uh, next year. So, so let us know. Let us know what you're going to. Let yeah. us know what you're looking forward to. Um, and if you were there, um, let us know who you were. We might have seen you. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so thank you very much. Uh, this has been Critical Twits. I've been Brian Ennis. I've been Aaron Ravinsky. And I've been Colin Howard. And uh, until next time, bye. Bye. bye.